Connections. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. And welcome back to the show. I was kind of, I had mixed feelings about last Monday because I was having a blast playing golf with my oldest son, Ryan, that never, ever happens. And we were playing in the FCA golf tournament, which I look forward to every year. And, and I, I doubt I'm ever going to miss that, but it was like, oh, ah, I could have been doing the show and had Bob Nielsen on the day after, two days after they'd won in Fargo. How much fun would that be? So Bob, before we talk about uh, Murray State and Dakota Days, I got to take you back to a, a week ago Saturday, and and uh, I, I saw the interview after the game on TV. I could see how excited you were. There's just not too many moments in a coach's career where you can go say, "Yeah, that was one of the special moments." That had to be, wasn't it? Well, to win up there uh, is really a, a you know a good win. Um, you know they they've got a great program, a program that's uh, been competitive at the very top of the national level for a long time now and it's a very difficult place to play and and has been you know for us and our program even though we uh south dakota got a win there in 2015 since that time it hasn't been very kind to us so really proud of our kids and the effort and uh our coaches and the plan that we had and uh, going up there and executing it and getting a win the thing is, though, when you win a game like that, I, I don't know. You, I don't know how you can really truly measure what that does for the confidence of your team. But so many times during your career, you've probably heard guys like me go, "Well, you know, you came close. It was a moral victory." Blah blah blah. No, when you win that game, it's just incredible what it does to the psyche of your team, doesn't it? Uh, you know, we talk a lot about belief here, and uh, I think we, we played like a team that believed we could win and, and uh, executed that way. And, and when you come away uh, uh, with a win like that, certainly boasts your, your confidence in what you're doing. And, um, you know, we've got great leadership on our football team right now and, and you know, guys that uh, everybody thought, well, we'll have a letdown this week, and, and our guys came out and played the kind of football we needed to play again this week to – uh, to get a win i'd say the timing was pretty good that it was homecoming <laughs> yeah it's a great crowd uh here on d-days and there was a lot of energy in the building and uh, uh our guys were were not going to take uh, murray state lightly and and uh particularly with the fact that they had won their conference opener and knew how important uh, a game it was uh, so pleased with uh, the win and and now we get another outstanding opponent coming to the dome here this week how does getting ranked in the top ten, depending on which one you look at, but even getting ranked, let's just forget about what number it is. The fact that you're getting national recognition, um, how, how does that? How does that? Do you guys try not to pay attention to it? Because I don't know how you'd miss it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's recognition. Any recognition is great for your program. At the same time, you know, our guys fully understand that. All of the rankings in FCS um, really don't mean anything until the end of the year um, because it's all about uh, uh, playing well enough to to be in the hunt for for playoffs at the end of the year. That's uh, um, the important thing, and and so the only way that you continue to to work towards that goal is to uh, keep improving and, and play well and win. 
And if we could look at your schedule and say there was a moral victory, I'm not going to say it was a moral victory, but as we as we've seen, Missouri's got a pretty good football team. I mean, they've got a really good football team. Uh, lost to LSU over the weekend, but that was a shootout, and they've been really good aside from that game. Every other game in the season, uh, did that did that give your team a boost after that game, even though you lost? Well, we we felt we played competitively, particularly in the second half. You know, it got off to a little bit of slow start, um, and uh, but we really felt we played competitively over the the last three quarters of that football game. And knew we had something that uh, we could build on, but uh, it was all about uh, continuing to to uh, get better ourselves. Uh, we've gotten more confident uh, with the new offensive system uh, week by week, uh, and uh, that's what I've been most proud of. Is I can honestly look back and say, "Hey, we were a better team this week than we were last week," and and uh, through this part of the season, now you got to keep uh, keep making that as a as a, a priority. And I can remember about three weeks ago, you were really wanting the offense uh, to, to get better in the running attack. I mean, like, you have to be able to run the football in the Missouri Valley to be successful. And and uh, I'd say you did a pretty good job of that on Saturday with Travis Tice leading the way with 190 yards. And he went over 2,000 yards in his career, which is, is quite a feat. But uh, as a team, you moved the ball really well on the ground. And actually, you have the last three weeks. Yeah, and, and not only that, you know, the first half of uh, uh, Saturday was probably the best balanced offense uh, that we've had. Uh, we threw the ball well uh, in balance with our running game, and uh, Travis had a great game. We had to lean on him uh, with uh, uh, Nate Thomas and Mike Mansray both uh, being out uh, for Saturday's game, and uh, it was good to see a young guy like Charles Beer come in and and add to to that rushing attack. Uh, the depth in that room is is really good, and and we showed that uh, again on Saturday. Yeah, just don't lean on him too much, please, because he's <laughs> he's 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 had that happen. How many years ago was it? You ended the season having to play somebody that wasn't a running back at running back. Was that three, four, or five years ago, maybe? Yeah. That was that was actually before my time. Okay. Uh, that was the year before I got here. I know they were down to to uh, uh, hardly anybody at that position group. But you know we've got we got five guys. Uh, you know even a sixth guy uh, that that uh, we really like in that position group. And so we've got lots of depth. And and uh, you know we'll get uh, uh, hopefully get Nate and and Mike back this week to to be back at uh, full strength. How good is Youngstown? Uh, very good football team. You know, they've been nationally ranked all, all year and deservingly so. Um, they return, uh, um, a lot of starters, uh, on both sides of the football, uh, from last year's team that, uh, was in playoff contention and, and most of us thought that they should have been a playoff team a year ago. Um, they, uh, offensively, uh, outstanding quarterback, um, and, uh, a balanced offensive attack that runs the ball well and and uh, with uh, the quarterback able to, to throw it. Uh, defensively, uh, very aggressive um, uh, style of defense. They, they literally shut out uh, uh, a, a very good Southern Illinois offense this last week uh, at their place and are coming in here with a lot of momentum themselves. I know we, we seem to talk a lot about your offense, but obviously if you only gave up a touchdown to, to Murray State, you got to be pleased with that. 
Yeah, another good defensive effort. Um, you know, we uh, we gave up one big play for a touchdown. Uh, uh, otherwise, they didn't have another play uh, over uh, 10, 12 yards all day and uh, uh, kept them out of the – they had one red zone possession um, that uh, uh, we forced a turnover on and, and uh, so our uh, – generated a, a short field possession our, ourselves with the turnover and you know it's a group that's uh, uh that's playing uh playing well and and uh we're going to face a really good offensive team uh this uh, this week that's going to require us to 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 play uh well bob nielsen our guest bob if you had your druthers if you had your backs were all healthy what percentage of of the, that three-headed monster that you've got, what percentage would they get the ball? Would Travis be maybe fifty percent, Nate thirty, and Mike twenty? Uh, uh, you, you know, it's it's hard to play. It's hard to to divide it out three ways. You know, usually it's more of a two-way divide for us, and then we've got some situational things that uh, some of the other guys play in. Um, but uh, it's 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 really nice to be able to do that. You know, in our league, if you're carrying the ball 25 plus times a game, which, you know, Travis had, I think 25, 26 carries on Saturday, uh, it's hard to be a hundred percent, um, you know, a week, a week to week. And, uh, so if you can divide those out and keep, you know, keep both of those guys in, uh, in the, uh, uh, 15 to, to 20 carry range, um, you know, you've got uh, uh, not only a fresh guy carrying the ball, but you got a chance to keep him healthy all year. Yeah, yeah. My oldest son Ryan was running back at Augie in the old NCC days, and I I just winced when he'd get the ball over a certain number of times because that's that many more times that somebody could kill him. <laughs> yeah, and everybody doesn't understand, you know, that uh, running backs take uh, uh, take hits on a lot more plays than just the ones they're carrying the ball. And, and oftentimes, particularly with those guys, they're taking more than one hit when they're carrying the ball, but they're also used in our pass protection schemes and, uh, they'll, uh, uh, they block for each other. And, and so, uh, it's a position that, uh, uh, takes a lot of wear and tear. And they've got a lot of people piled on them after every tackle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, they, uh, they don't go down with one guy typically, so there's usually more than one involved. All right, Bob, well, good luck this week. You got the Penguins. What's the, what's the kickoff time on Saturday? We're one o'clock, uh, here at the Dome. Um, had a great crowd last week. Uh, hopefully we get a great crowd again this week. All right, nice win. Again, ranked in the top ten, and, uh, we'll talk again next Monday. All right, appreciate it. Thanks very much. Bob Nielsen, our guest here. The Coyotes playing great football right now. Uh, they have Youngstown State coming to Vermilion next Saturday. I'm Jeff Gould. And when it comes to mattresses, there's no better choice than Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. That's right. Comfort King has been voted number one local best mattress for 14 years in a row. And they want to help you find comfy sleep. Sleep well, live well with Comfort King. Visit ComfortKing.net now and experience the comfort and quality you deserve. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors. And will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, 
plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. I have a friend that had LASIK surgery at Vance Thompson Vision. Hearing her experiences is when I knew that LASIK could be an option for me. I wanted to go to a place that had invested a lot in the technology and was on the forefront of LASIK surgery. My vision's great. It's, I believe I'm 2015 right now. If I had to do it all over again, I would choose Vance Thompson Vision in a heartbeat. Download our free LASIK checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Rosenbauer, the world's largest manufacturer of firefighting equipment, is inviting you to join them in building life-saving fire trucks. Based in Lyon, South Dakota, they offer great pay, up to $26 an hour depending on experience. They have generous health benefits, flexible start times, weekends off, and PTO that starts the day you do. With on-the-job training in most positions, you can build a difference in the world at Rosenbauer. Apply online at buildfiretrucks.com. Rosenbauer is an equal opportunity employer, including veterans and disabilities. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and Glow and Helator are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and Glow and Helator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm Mark Ovenden, your host. Glad to be with you. It's uh, actually a delightful day outside, and uh, it's it's fall. It's, fall. it's football weather. It's fall golf. Uh, Tom Jansen joins us from the uh, South Dakota Golf Association. I, you know this, Tom. I've said this many times. I, fall is my favorite time, aside from aside from the leaves, which cause a little bit of a challenge sometimes, even in the fairway trying to find your golf ball. I love playing right now, and I think you probably do too. Yeah, I've always liked. I was like the the kind of the fall season for golf is. And uh, always the best time for me to play, for sure. It's yeah, it's past your busy time too. So right. Yeah, you yeah you you do you kind of things. Uh, a lot of the a lot of golfers are the Memorial Day to Labor Day, and they don't care how nice it is or whatever. They throw the clubs in the in the in the garage once the school season starts, and so the courses even on on nice days can be a little less crowded. And um, obviously, you know, just the course conditions get really really good again. Um, 
you know, summer's tough on, on grasses. And so everything, yeah, for, for those who are want to keep playing, fall is awesome. It's funny. Uh, you mentioned about the uh, weather being tough on the grass. Most people that just like live here and just play here, Nick, Nick and I went down to Texas on Thursday and then back yesterday. We played golf Friday and went to the A&M Alabama game on Saturday. And the, the grass on the golf course was so different. And I've played there many times, but you kind of forget until you get back into it. And like, oh my, this rough is the ball's like almost lost in this. It's, it's, it's amazing what a difference turf makes to how a golf course uh, is receptive to your game or anybody's game. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. What's your favorite kind of golf course to play on? My, well, you know, I, I'm kind of an open book. I love, I love old parkland courses like Elmwood and I, 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 I love going to, you know, Prairie Club or Sutton Bay or someplace like that that, uh, I still want to get down to the new Landman course down south of Sioux City. I'm sure you've already played it, but I've not. Uh, you have not. Well, no. that's a surprise. We'll have to go down there together. Yeah. That'd be uh, fun. that would be fun. Um, yeah, but you know, like I said, I mean, I've always said Elmwood's my, Elmwood's my favorite course. I love, I love a nice parkland course that's, uh, not, not too overly treed, but, uh, um, has that feel to it. Actually, Landman is going to be the site of a Division One tournament tomorrow and Wednesday. Yep. Hosted by USD, and that that's going to be kind of cool. In fact, John Vining texted me to let me know about it, and and I I wish I could get down there, but we got enough other stuff going on. Kind of reminds me of when they had uh, SDSU had that tournament out at uh, out at Sutton Bay. Uh, the Prairie Club. The Prairie well, Club. Yeah, that's they had right. The Prairie Club. Yeah. 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 No, that that was really cool when I saw that they were hosting that. Yeah, because. Uh, didn't Trevor Tobin, didn't he beat John Rahm at that tournament down at I the Prairie right. Club? I, I think you're right. Yeah, he yeah. can always say that. I think two of the state <laughs> golfers beat John Rahm, and I think I think Trevor of Brandon is one of the guys that beat him. Anyway, kind of like the, uh, the – tell us about this last weekend. The Sodak Cup's been, actually been going on for a long, lot longer than most of us realize. Yeah, yeah, we started the Sodak Cup in um, 1996. It was almost it was kind of a casual match that year. It grew out of a match we were uh, the SDGA had with the Nebraska Association, played amateurs versus amateurs, but they had tr- trouble scheduling and it wasn't quite as competitive as they'd like. So they came up with this idea of the of the top uh, SDGA amateurs. Uh, earning points, uh, you know, throughout the tournaments throughout the year to play on a uh, team against our South Dakota PGA professionals that uh, that run the golf courses that we host our tournaments at and it's been 26 or 27 years now and uh just a really cool capstone to the end of the season uh you know a big reward for those players who've made it and we've expanded that to include a couple of uh of women players and uh, our senior champion and pre-senior so we got all ages and huh. And, and both genders and we've got 12 golf pros that, uh, they really work hard for us. They lobby for us to, you know, have their, uh, their courses host our events. And when we show up there, they're, they're integral to the, the success of running the tournament. So it's a really cool way for us to show appreciation both to our players and our, and our pros. Well, so it sounds like, even though I'm sure it's very competitive because I know most of the people involved, it sounds like it's really a very sociable, and fun event, regardless of how well you play. Yeah, first and foremost, that's true. I mean, it is it is a uh, it is it is a it is a celebration more than anything. Bringing bringing it to you know to 
two sides together that uh, they don't get to compete against each other very often, obviously, uh, with uh, pros not being able to play in our amateur events. And they're there, they're there, you know, hosting the courses and watching the players play. And, and they a lot, you know, we don't have a whole lot of turnover, don't have a whole lot of pro, you know, professionals to begin with. So it's, it's a lot of kind of the same guys with a mixture. I think we had four or five new. Uh, pros and AMs this year is there for their first time, but a lot of times they've played in it, have played in it up to 20 times. Jason Young from Red Rock is his 20th time that he's played in the wow. event and, and they, they just really look forward to it. And we try to play really nice places. And, uh, this year we were at the country club of Sioux Falls and they, they went out of their way to make it just fantastic. The greens were, I don't know, ever played on greens any better than that. And, and, um, yeah, so, but yeah, it, it is, don't get me wrong. It's competitive. I mean, they, they, nobody likes to lose, but I mean, the, uh, you know, just, uh, at the couple social events we have, it's much more about the stories of, you know, looking back at great matches, whether you've won or lost, the, the stories are unbelievable. So what's the format? Format is just, uh, pretty much like Ryder Cup. We've got, uh, uh, two, uh, rounds of team matches. Uh, we play, uh, four ball in the morning and Chapman in the afternoon on Saturday. And then we play 12 singles matches on Sunday. So oh. there's, there's 24 points available. Got to get to 12 and a half to win. And the amateurs won this year. The amateurs did win. They won 13 to 11 and, but it was, it was nip and tuck all the way to the end. Uh, we had six or seven matches on the course all within one could have gone either way, uh, right up until the end. And that's the last, before this, the last six matches have been the pros two, amateurs two, and two ties even in the last six. So it's been very, very, very competitive. Who was the star of the, the weekend? Well, uh, not, uh, unsurprisingly for the amateurs, Parker Edens from Brookings. Um, uh, he's the new, uh, coach at SDSU, the men's coach, and also, uh, you know, a, a former, uh, professional player. He's got his amateur status back and, and in talking with him, he, he he's playing way better, you know, since he did that uh, than he did when he was when he was playing as a pro. He's just had a tremendous season. Won the mid am, won the match play. You know, we didn't couldn't have the amateur, uh, but he also made the top eight at the U.S. Uh, mid amateur out in in uh, uh, New York. Uh, came two matches away from being able to play for a slot at the Masters. So he, yeah, he's. He, he he won all three matches that he played in, and uh, pretty much the star of the show. I guess I shouldn't have. I, I'm certainly not surprised because you're right. He's had a ridiculous summer, and he is hogging the glory. He needs to stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a great guy. I mean, yeah, very unassuming and and uh, very very humble, but uh, great. We're, we're we're glad to have him uh, uh, playing in in our events. Going to make everybody better. Yes. No, I, I'm teasing when I say that. I like yeah. him a lot. We've had him on the show several times. Uh, all right, so your your season's over, and, you know, how unbusy or how long is it that you get to relax a little bit and play some fall golf? Well, you know, hopefully here we kind of, we got to, uh, you know, some wrap-up stuff to do with the, with the board of directors, um, kind of a, kind of a, um, you know, look back at the season and look ahead to what we're going to do, uh, you know, better for next year. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, um, a couple, this couple months, October and November. Yeah. I'd like to get out and, and, uh, and play a little bit, do some stuff around the house with my wife. Isn't that right, honey? 
She's right here with me. So <laughs> well, well done, Mr. Janso. Well Thank done. you. Well played. Well played. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your shopping experience together, yeah. and uh, maybe we can make that trip down to Landman work. It, uh, I'm surprised I haven't played it yet either, but we'll figure it out. All right. Let's do that. All right. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Mark. Tom Jantz, our guest here, the executive director of the South Dakota Golf Association, as the amateurs beat the pros 13 to 11 in the Sodak Cup. 27 years that's been going on. And I'm glad he clarified that because, yeah, I remember when, when uh, some of my friends who were much better golfers than I uh, were on that first team that, that played against Nebraska. There's, it's fun to see stuff like that where it's uh, – one state against another, and if that didn't work out, it's fun to have it be amateurs against pros. Fun for both sides. So congrats for everybody, and hope you all had a great time. Uh, and and the winning team should get, uh, you know, certificates to go eat at Arby's. That should be their their reward in addition to getting, you know, hardware is just a free meal out at, at, a Harvey's, at an Arby's because uh, there is no better place to take care of your appetite because they got the meals and they've got – the deals, and they've got the meats. So, yeah, thanks, Arby's, and also thanks to Lewis Drug. It's that time of year where, you know, if you're getting ready to go to a football game and it's getting chilly, like last Friday, it looks like this Friday might be too, go get a blanket, go get a stadium chair, go get a hoodie for your favorite team. They've got it all at Lewis Drug, and they have for the last 81 years. That's how long they've been in business, 81 and a half years, almost 81 and three quarters years. Pretty impressive. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. At Billion Buick GMC, 